Welcome, fellow Last Faces, to another episode of LPF Debrief, where Chris and I talk about comic books, TV shows, and movies. And if you are watching this on the YouTube, I think you guys will see some new graphics brought to you by our good buddy Yendi. Even though he's not recording with us and still not watching any of the cool things that we watch, and we haven't shamed him in a while, so he is safe from being shamed today because he did provide us with these new graphics. So we appreciate you, buddy. Um, so even though he's not recording with us, he is still contributing because he's still our boy. So we appreciate you, Andy. Thank you. And enjoy our new graphics, guys. Let us know what you guys think in the comments below if you guys like them, tonight, like the new looks or whatever. But I know you guys are not only here for the our um, devilishly good looks. Uh, you guys are also here to hear what we thought about episode seven of Ahsoka. As always, guys, spoilers are ahead, so if you don't want to hear anything um, spoiled, please pause this, go watch the episode, and come on back so you can hear Chris and I's thoughts. So we are going to get right into it, guys. Let's start talking about episode seven. Uh, we are still in the mouth. Oh, well, we were in the mouth of the Paragon, um, so we just left that, and obviously, before all of that transpired, we do see... Uh, General Sindula in the courtroom amongst all the council people uh, making a debate off of the decision that was made for her to go ahead and follow Ahsoka and obviously use her general orders in order to um, kind of get, you know, the fleet and everything to to see there was an actual mission going on. And we know that there's some haters on the council, right, that have an issue with that. And Bruh. what he was pressing this matter uh very hard like strongly talking about everybody's stuff. everybody's face was like whose side are you on yeah like bro? what are you talking <laughs> about man? like also but the thing is i and i do want to get to that because he was so like it's crazy because if you don't experience people like that you you know the kind of person that is the person that's yeah. just like oh like i'm just gonna we're good right now like let's just live in this uh this bubble that, you know, this potential threat, mind you, a person who's dealt with numerous amount of threats before, like this is not her first rodeo, decided to make a choice, which those same choices is what got her to become a general. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so to doubt her intuition on saying like, yo, this is a major threat that's going to potentially happen. We need you to, you know, come here and like, we need to be ready for the work. Like, potentially the worst if he does show up like it's way better to you know my saying is you ain't got to get ready if you stay ready and general sanula is staying ready you know what i mean and then they're just very much like oh we don't have to deal with this so we're just going to be like oh don't worry about any of that stuff so i don't understand why he like that there's so much like um remince for him to like believe her and to kind of like use these resources like what else are you using the resources on right now anyway? Like there's they we all want peace, right? But if a potential disruptor of that peace is coming, why wouldn't you like all hands on deck to be like, listen, this is this might happen, right? Um, but one before we get into the obvious uh cameo that was uh amazing, uh it did this did give us a timeline of where we are in this TV show. And I'm glad they did. They kind of solidified where 
in the timeline we are. So we know uh, after all that information and all the details that was given that this is after season three of Mandalorian. So we're right at the perfect timeline for obviously all of this to mesh, which is kind of what the timeline they wanted, right? Because they wanted it to be right between that, 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 um, right between all that, because obviously our goal here is to get that, um, uh, that collaboration of all of them meeting each other for the first time. So, or, you know, well, not for the first time for some of them, but obviously, you know, the, the rebels crew kind of meeting the Mando crew and kind of getting that timeline, um, thing where hopefully we get them on a mission and all that good stuff. So, uh, getting that guaranteed detailed timeline helps us figure out exactly where we're going to be at. And then of course the going forward into our very unexpected. And I am amazed honestly that they were able to keep it this quiet for this long because normally you get, you know, and I think this is one of those advantages of, um, I, this is what I like when, uh, I don't read too much into things or like see, cause maybe it was out there and I just didn't know, but like I was watching it and you know, as soon as I heard the voice, I was like, Oh snap. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. To get that C3PO cameo. Um, it's also just a perfect touch, right? Because obviously, you know, rest in peace to Carrie Fisher. We can't get like her to still like, but still having her presence there, even through characters like C3PO where it's just like, Oh, you know, uh, the, you know, uh, the, just saying, you know, Leia's like basically saying like, no, nah, she approved this. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Like you're all good. And then and, and the it, fact it, that you didn't include her in the meeting yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And it's cool be, because it's yeah. also gives that, like, it does give that very powerful, um, rank right for her too. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know, when they say, you know, or Organa is like, is like, she was the one who approved this and it's basically like, yo, well, we can't um uh we can't fight that. So what'd you think of the uh the cameo in that whole uh beginning section? I I love the cameo. Uh I miss like I don't know why. I, I love the way C3PO walks. Mm-hmm. It's just part of him. So uh w- watching him come in and he's like uh you know, everybody's like, What the heck is this thing doing here? And he's like a mere oh, you droid, know. you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a mere droid yeah. chopper, yeah. always wanting the smoke <laughs> in the background. <laughs> He, he's like what so, he yeah. like he sat up Yo. bro. <laughs> and that's one thing and we talked about this in some of the earlier episodes of our reviews but like chopper is about it at all times <laughs> like he is the most violent droid i don't care what anyone says that man will you know that droid wants the smoke at all times and he he genuinely felt disrespected when he was like a mere droid he was like do you know who you talking to like you know what i mean like and you can get that kind of thing and it's just like hey, hey, hey relax chopper like calm down yeah it was uh it's something man uh also the fact that we um i love when uh yuan gets angry so yeah. whenever he's in the ship and you know she's like oh you should have said something and he's like but- i did what do you mean <laughs> like, yeah. and she's just sitting there smiling um but yeah that whole scene that guy man he just pressed so hard and uh i i'm i told brie i was like this guy we're gonna find out this guy's like yeah selling something or he's he's giving out information or something because uh there's no way like that that was a huge red flag for how hard yeah. he was pushing he was pushing um, 
real hard for that like for this and for for it to not be like to try to strip her from her things and of course we know that's one of the ways people like in power they like to once they see things kind of um once they see kind of things kind of falling out of their control he's trying to push that like oh we need to have control of the situation so we know yeah. all things at all times so no one figures out um and usually that means the party's guilty because he probably has something to do with this return maybe we'll find out like you said there's a funding um thing that's going on and that's why he's so pushed to try to get uh general sundula's uh title taken away essentially yeah yeah um but overall like this episode for me um it's hard to believe that we have one left like it's it's kind of weird uh the spot we're in there's a lot uh i mean i know they're gonna save quite a bit for because there's no well now i'm hearing there is an ahsoka season two well that's the thing no one knows um a lot well before because originally it was supposed to be one season then mando then a movie closing out both yeah well with that was the original plans um now also forgot to mention this and uh there is a agreement for the writers so yes clap it up for the writers getting um some of those hopefully the actors are next also there was a big push on a video game one too so we gotta that's for another conversation but uh so with the writers strike now um potentially you know in the future being over like in the near future i think we'll get a better um timeline of what things are going to happen i am interested and honestly i don't i'm glad that they don't announce a season two yet because if there is one i would rather them wait till after the end of season one because it still gives us that kind of like i want What's it to be happen, believable, like, right? Like, I don't want yeah. it to watch a, a season and be like, oh, well, I know there's going to be a season two, right? So, like, um, that doesn't necessarily mean they have to end it to a point where it has to be like a cliffhanger because you could still do a season two and kind of be fine with where you leave off of. I just don't yeah. want them to be like, oh, there's a season two. So we're going to kind of like we, we should still be able to have the story we need in this season without um and i'm not saying they shouldn't rely on it because we knew from the beginning this would be a collective effort right so yeah it i I agree with you when i think of it from a solo standpoint of ahsoka that there's still a lot because we don't even know what's in the cargo we don't essentially know what thrawn's plan is at all at this point um but being that said we do know what his plan is for this season he wants to get off of where he's at and then because we know we're going into uh you know this is potentially going into mando uh well not even potentially we know this is going into mando we also you know potential a second season so them saying what his overall plan is um being that of course if you've read the books you know that his plan is to essentially recreate the empire but being that you don't know that let's say you didn't know that off the bat i still think his main goal and where we're at for this last episode still fits in line because Ahsoka's main goal, her main goal is to bring back, uh, well, n- now is to bring back Ezra and stop Thrawn from coming back. So trying to figure all of that out is what her um, season is, what this season is about and how she's going to whether succeed or she's not, you know what I mean? And I mean, with all 
all things considered, I, I can totally see, and we'll probably talk a little bit more, dive into this after, but of course I can see, obviously Thrawn has to make it back, right? Like it's, I don't, uh, especially knowing all the information that we know, knowing that this is going to bleed in, he has to be the bad for Mandalorian. So I don't see how um, he doesn't make it. I'm just interested to see how he gets there or how it happens. So um, that's just that thought on there. But um, yeah. yeah, so a lot of things. Also, we got our, you know, Anakin Skywalker again uh, doing the the training segments uh, through the holograms, which I always think is cool. And it's just getting a little bit more information of how highly Ahsoka thought of him, uh, especially when they, she has that conversation with Huang and he's basically like, you know, he was a great master, like, you know, all this all this positive things to say about him. And it kind of goes to what we talked about last episode, how it's just, this is not only just a redemption for Darth Vader and the Anakin character. It's just a, a redemption also for Hayden Christensen. So it, it works out because you get to really see his acting chops and just how like he really, really cared about, he really cares about this role of Anakin Skywalker. And you can see that like, even with these short spurts, just his overall excitement, I'm just glad that this redemption is not only going for his character, but also for the actor himself. Yeah. Um, I was going to say about uh, the, oh my gosh, I'm blanking out. No. No, which part? it's a, uh, it was about Thrawn. Oh yes, mm-hmm. Thrawn. Um, Cause we were talking about Anakin. The, I think we talked about last episode that we thought that Thrawn knew about, um, uh, well, he knows about Anakin being Darth Vader, but yeah. uh, I thought he knew about Ahsoka. No, no, no. He didn't know his... because he didn't know that in when he when in Rebels, he didn't he didn't know because he, even if you go by any of the books and, and all that stuff, he doesn't necessarily. He, again, it, it and I, it's an educated guess on his part. He never got like the full confirmation of whether it's Anakin was Darth Vader, but he also is too smart to not know. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, so he, he, yeah, so he doesn't know, um, he, so he knows. So as soon as he saw it, it was kind of like, basically, Hey, like, um, yeah. Once he found out that information, he was like, wait a second, like, okay. But I think it was putting those wheels together to see, Oh, what am I going to use for, um, what am I going to use for this? Right? Like, what am I going to, how am I going to use this as my advantage knowing that I also uh, know her master. Like I know the things that he taught her. Right. So, or like, and I know who the character is. Yeah. He also knew how to plan against it because as soon as he was like, okay, wait, her master was Anakin Skywalker. Okay. Uh, well, if she's like her master, he's, she's going to do some crazy things. Like she's just going to be unpredictable. So yep. we need to, we need to get all angles on this. And um, I know Thrawn's, one of his big descriptors is like he looks at war like a game of chess. Mm-hmm. And this episode really displayed that that little hol- like the small um, uh, touches of like the hologram uh, showing the field and everything like that. He could tell that. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? I always forget his name, man. Balin. Uh, yeah, Balin. He, he could tell that he was not in the fight. And mm-hmm. he's like, where is he? So he could tell the the parameters and everything like that and him building around um, showing off his smarts, right? Saying, okay, 
they took my pawn, but I'm about to like, I'm about to get in a position of of checkmate. Yeah. So it's it's really cool to see how he was building up uh, to that moment. Yeah, Thrawn's character essentially is always to be one step ahead, which is why like yeah. even the whole thing, like his whole premise is I'm this great battle tacticianer. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going to make sure my pieces are all in a bunch unless someone does something completely out of the unexpected because he's calculating the things that, right? So like, that's why like the whole minefield scene, right? It was just like, okay, the Ahsoka's probably going to come like be on the way here. Just in case she shows up, I'm going to put like minefields everywhere. <laughs> like, you know, I'm going to put mines everywhere just in case we never, like this person doesn't make it. But also the snarkiness is what I love about Thrawn's character too, right? Because he's very like calm and he's just like, uh, it appears that Ahsoka is alive. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like he knew, but he was just like, look at that. Well, like, he's like, I didn't mean to tell you I told you so, but it, it looks like she's alive. Uh, so it doesn't look like that, that your plan here is working. So, um, but also once he found out, and like you were saying, once he found out that Anakin was her master, and how quickly things started, like, he started to turn those wheels, right? He was just basically like, well, I know, based off of what I know of Anakin's character, that th his apprentice is going to have some of his similar qualities, so she's going to be very unpredictable. Like, we're not going to be able to just play this out very simply, but I still have to make sure I'm one step ahead of her. Like, yeah. and that's the cool thing about his character. And this, that's why he's my favorite, because he, do he does his battles at such a different like level than everyone else's like, cause even the people who are on his side have no idea what he's planning. Cause it's like, wait, dang, like you're already ahead. Like you already knew she might've potentially came and you set up this whole minefield. Right. And even the amount of people that he sent in, like, you know what I mean? Knowing that Balin would also um, like Balin would try to recruit some people like, you know what I mean? And he's just already putting in like, oh, okay, well, I know what these plans are and I, I can see how this battle is going to kind of um, uh, thing. But also I did love once they hit the minefield and it did show Sabine's force sensitivity uh, when Ahsoka reaches out to call and she's like, you know, Sabine, like, where are you basically? And, and basically her being like, Oh snap, like Ahsoka, I can hear you. But also Ahsoka just being able to see, that kind of like see where they are to kind of get a, a an understanding of of everything like that was also cool. Um, I did not. I still don't understand why we're waiting to tell Ezra, Ezra what what's going, going on. on. Bro, whenever she's like, whenever Sabine, I, I'm telling you, man, Ahsoka's this series made me not like Sabine. Like right. it is, it is rough with her. Like as the annoying character, and she used to not be the annoying character. Yeah. Um. But yeah, whenever she's like, I thought you were dead. And then Ahsoka gives her that look like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. But the fact that she, you know, quickly comes back and she's like, and miss this reunion and gives Ezra a hug. Yeah. That moment was very sweet. Um, it was cool to see uh, Ezra's first fight as uh, the Avatar. It's which, pretty cool. Which I called <laughs> last episode. I called it. I said, what did I say? I, I actually nailed it. I said he wasn't going to use his lightsaber. And I said he was going to be very force like powerful because that's just a common thread in people, especially when they lose or gift their lightsaber. They normally just uh, use they the force, survive, right? Yeah, so they, they just, but that's the only thing he can train on. And he was like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, you know what I mean? So 
Uh, but even before we got to the that whole reunion stuff, we did see Balin and um, Shin kind of have that communication of like Balin's like in for a bigger game, um, and he's just like, yeah, you can go. Like I I can see what your path is, and it looks like it's going to be a little bit too aggressive for me. And I know what you want to do. Like I'm not going to prohibit you from doing that. Uh, we still don't know what Balin's uh, overall goal is. Besides, he's trying to find it from the beginning. I'm wondering if this gets tackled next episode because that is something I feel that need, would need to be closed out before the final episode of this. Because, like, what is his overall plan? Unless it's a plan that affects the galaxy in such a bigger way that he shows up later on. So I, I, I'm I'm very interested to see what happens there. Well, how much do they film before? That's a, no one knows. Passed. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that because they if they filmed all his scenes. But also, I mean, they 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 probably will have enough footage to use the CGI kind of thing, like they did for younger Luke and stuff like that. Yeah. Like if they so, but if it if it is a bigger cause and it doesn't end this season and there's more detail to it, then it's going to come later. Yeah. Uh, so that that was an, that that one was a, little, a bit of an interesting one. Um, I do like, like I said, Shin kind of was just like, yo. Okay, I guess like I guess I gotta listen. But also that's when Balin um I mean that's when Thrawn started to notice. He's like, wait a second, well, we're down one mercenary. And like he already had questions, right? Like, and this is where he does the uh I told you so kind of <laughs> he has the I told you so kind of moments where he's just like, Well, I mean, like I knew this was gonna happen. Like, so like, yeah, we're down one person, but where is he? Like, you know what I mean? He's very like, where is yeah. where I'm wondering where he is, like we're down a mercenary. So uh, we did have that fight between Ahsoka and Balin again, where he just thought he was dead. I didn't, th I think this was the first lightsaber battle that I didn't like thoroughly enjoy. I thought it was kind of like, it was very brief. It was very I, it, brief. It wasn't memorable. It yeah, wasn't, it wasn't like, memorable, uh, which makes it me yeah. felt like it was not necessary. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. the thing is we don't know Balin's goal. Right. And I don't know what his end game is. So for him to then stop, to try to prevent Ahsoka from making that fight, it still makes it seem like he was trying to pull both strings where he's kind of like, oh, I still want to help my apprentice, but also like I'm ready to leave her. So it kind of gives a mixed message in the sense of like, I think it was kind of a distraction. I think he was just trying to lead her to say like, Hey, I'm still a part of this. Don't pay attention to what I'm doing over, over here. Uh, I think he was just trying to stay like, I'm still a part of this. So she doesn't have to worry about like, Hey, he's after something else. Like he's doing something, but they're, they're, they're he's trying to keep the main focus on Thrawn of like, this is who you really want to stop. Yeah, you don't maybe, want to stop maybe there could be some deception, but what I guess what I'm saying is I didn't feel that way when it yeah. happened. Right. As it was happening, it was very much like, okay, this is kind of like, you're just in her way. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you had the whole thing with, um, I did love the dialogue before she lands with uh Huang where it's just like where he's basically like um oh he was like well you know well your timing was off the last time and he was like and I've apologized sincerely for it <laughs> <laughs> like, but like I love that I love I love droid and 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 droid connections because it's it's yeah. like how different they are and it's just so cool um to see how they have these different uh like relationships with people so that I I really enjoyed, but like I said, that fight itself was it was very brief, and I I just didn't find it too necessary. Uh, and again, that could be a very thing that is retroactive. Where like, okay, 
I can see why he did that now. But at the moment, it was just like, you're trying to stop her. And she's, you know, we know she's not getting stopped. Like she's going to make this reunion. Like we, we, we know it's going to happen. So I guess the suspense kind of thing also is there is where you just like, it wasn't like the last battle where we had that epic battle and it was like, well, she might be like, not saying that she was gone, but it was also like, this could potentially happen. Maybe that is part of the story, you know? So I felt it was very much um, not a necessary uh, fight. And it wasn't like that spectacular for us to be like, oh, this was a great fight. Yeah. Um, that's how I felt about that. I did think the slowest chase scene was hilarious where they <laughs> just trying to run on these little, the poor little guys are just trying to make it out. They're throwing rocks and, and, and slingshots and everyone. Meanwhile, you've got Ezra in there who, who, who just stop it. You clearly, you know, you can take these guys out. Like, yeah. just stop the thing. Tell them he should have been told them to go into that, that basic hermit mode so that th- that situation could have been handled. I don't understand why these Jedi's do that sometimes. You knew you weren't going to make it out. You knew you weren't going to make it out. Those things like clearly wasn't going to out outrace them. So I don't know why he even tried. I mean, it's it, also the I had a weird feeling about the scale of the vehicles. Mm-hmm. Right. So whenever they're like driving up top and then the moment that they, you know, they ball up and Sabine and him get in to get out of the side. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wait, this is their movable house. I forgot about yeah, that. But yeah. also, like, <laughs> just look, we, and they crouch down. I was like, what is happening? And then they come out the side door. I was like, why didn't they just jump out? It doesn't even look, it didn't even look that big <laughs> to me, to be honest. So it was just one of those funny moments. Um, but yeah, those things, man, I, we still don't know the names of, or no, he told us the names. Yeah, he told their, their names. I don't remember it off the top of my head because I don't have it in my notes. Yeah, but they're, they're, Another great species. Uh, we also found out, I forgot to mention, um, where Zeb is. So he's yeah. training uh, the recruits, which is leading me to think that we're not getting him no. at the end of the season. Probably not. I think, again, um, being that this is going to cross over, of course, I think, well, of course, we're going to get Zeb. But I think this kind of confirmed we won't get him this season because it's highly, I highly doubt that, you know, they're because... I'm assuming that in a, I guess we'll talk about this a little bit more later, but I'm assuming the end of this, of, of episode, the next episode is going to be Thrawn making it there and kind of ending off a cliffhanger. Maybe it's going to be this big battle and then the cliffhanger is going to be, well, Thrawn still made it to the galaxy. He might not make it with his full resources or something like that, just to show that you can, um, can, can do that. But, um, yeah, just so that, that can happen so um but yeah it, it was interesting um with all of that and then i did like uh that ahsoka kind of tried to reel uh shin in basically you know after the fight they we saw all of those again that fight scene though was great uh where everyone comes in where we get to see uh basically like you were saying <laughs> ezra be the avatar where he's just basically just doing force moves but one thing that i love and I have it here, is that I love that um, they still let the Jedis use weapons. Like, you know what I mean? Ezra using, yeah. like, a, a blaster. I love mm. when they do that. Because, like, it's like, you know what? Like, yeah, I can do all this stuff, but sometimes a blaster is what you need. Sometimes just using a regular blaster. Um, and he, he he had it very Call of Duty-like, too. It was very, like, it was really cool. But, like, it's cool to see them um, 
adapt to to that situation to where you know you're gonna have to fight and stuff like that so i i really did appreciate that um ezra did use like didn't need his lightsaber and kind of um just fought that way and then you kind of it also let allowed that sabine and shin rivalry to continue right because she was gonna pull out a lightsaber i also love when he was like is that one of your friends and she's like no and he was like she's like you and he was like lightsaber yeah <laughs> you know what i mean it was very that nice quirky conversations that they used to always have in rebels which i thought was a nice thing but of course ahsoka would believe shin can be redeemed right because yeah. she knows the whole story like she doesn't know the full story yet but like she feels like there's a redemption that can happen, especially with all the things to Anakin and how he's helping her, like basically survive and all that stuff. So I think, you know, it's, it's not unlike Ahsoka to believe that because I know some people were complaining about, Oh, they let her get away, but it's like, well, I mean, at the end of the day, Ahsoka's not going to capture her. And also where she's going to, where are they going to take her? Yeah, like, no... like you know what I mean? Like, we're we're if he if they get captured, they're not gonna put her on the ship. Well, like what? Like you know what I mean? It's it's I don't I don't know where he's gonna what what the plan was for that. So, um, I get like her running off was kind of a, a little off putting, but again, what what were they gonna do with her character? So I don't I don't I don't know what where they were gonna put her. And then that takes us to the reunion where you know Ahsoka and um, Ezra and uh sabine are finally like hey like we've like you know ahsoka obviously not showing her her upsetness or being upset she's just relieved at this moment right and also yeah. really happy to see that ezra is alive and and seeing his uh beard and seeing how much he's grown right and um it was that moment of like oh i'm seeing my my like kind of, you know uh i'm seeing you fully grown now it's it's really cool to see that so that moment they shared was obviously um, beautiful. Uh, just, just again with all of their history and all that backstory. So I thought thought that was fantastic. Yeah, but yeah. So and that pretty much took us to the end of the episode there, uh, where they basically were just like, "Well, I'm finally going to make it home." But um, the one thing going back to Thrawn before we uh, wrap it up, Thrawn saying uh, again, showing off his his tactical skills, saying like, "Yeah, we might have lost this, but." We also, there's one thing, he's like, the cargo is almost full, like, you know what I mean? And we've basically uh, taken away the one thing Ahsoka can't afford to lose, and that's time. And then he just walks away because he's the best character ever. Just, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I will say that for myself. But um, but yeah, he is my favorite, and, and I'm glad we're seeing reasons on why Thrawn is such a badass. So uh, overall... Uh, the episode was a great setup to what we're about to come up to. I am hoping some questions are answered moving forward. But before we head off, Chris, let me know what was your favorite moment of this episode? And what do you think is going to happen in the next episode? All right. Uh, favorite moment is that fight between, uh, well, basically the whole chess match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed seeing it come up on the hologram and and him explaining what was going on. Yeah. Um, that was my favorite part. What's going to happen in the next episode? Um, Just a quick. We're going to get some kind of big cameo. Okay. Right. Who it is, I don't know. The cop out could be Mando, but uh-huh. I feel like it's something else. We're getting somebody big. I, I, we have to. I feel yeah. like. Um, I hope we get skulls. Uh, I hope we Objective. get the closing. Yeah, 
yeah, I, I hope we get the closing of that. Um, and I think they get left behind. I think it ends with Thrawn being like, and then and a boo boo and and Ahsoka is going to be like, huh? Because <laughs> yeah. as soon as the whale left in that mine scene, yeah. I was like, well, there goes the ride. Yeah. And I love that when he was like, oh, you had to say something. Like, yeah, you know, being <laughs> so. she's very superstitious, but um, yeah, Thrawn obviously is going to be my favorite part for most of these episodes. So because I'm just going to um love, but if, I did I, again the the chess piece, the explanations. If you read the books, that that's what he does. He explains his movements, and I think that's really cool. That even in a TV situation, they're still able to re- like portray that without it being like. Oh, he's talking to you. You know what I mean? So I think that was really cool. But um, that was my favorite part, just the overall battle itself. And then for me, like I said, I do think Thrawn makes it. Um, I want to say that they're they're all going to end up on the same ship and I will probably have a a, a battle on the the the, on Chimera. But as that's happening, uh, like I think some of the resources will get lost, but also they'll still make it and like Thrawn ends up ultimately making it. I don't think they get left um, or something happens to where they get separated initially once Thrawn, once Thrawn and the troops make it. I feel like something might spread them apart, right, again, once they do make it. So I am interested to see how that occurs, but I, I, I can guarantee they are going to make it. Like, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that Thrawn's going to cross over into this world. Um, so that way we can see why he's not in anything else afterwards because obviously he wasn't introduced he wasn't talked about in like episodes seven and stuff so uh i hope we'll see if that and again i i really do hope we close out on balin too uh that is it for me though but um any final thoughts before we head out uh nope all right guys (laughs) that is going to be it for us thank you as always for joining us if you guys like the content please like subscribe do all that good stuff and then go ahead and um do all like like subscribe leave us a comment let us know what you guys thought about the episode because we would love to hear your guys' comments and bring them up and stuff like that so uh next week is the season finale we're going to be bringing you guys that and we also have loki that we have to plan out too for next week so which is only six episodes did not yes. know that kind of that's yeah. good yeah six episodes i think is good we need to actually we'll talk about that at another time but no <laughs> i think six episodes is fine because then we'll there'll be some some things that don't need to be involved but We'll talk about that when we get there. But thank you, as always, for joining us, guys. Until next time, Fire Team out.